It's nice to be uh, back chatting, Dave. Well, we're coming into autumn now, aren't we? So we thought we'd uh, get by the fire. Get so. by the fire, get nice and cosy. <laughs> nice and warm, ready for winter rugby. Yeah, indeed. Some hot mulled wine and winter rugby. I mean... I mean, exciting times ahead. Given the six that are in there, are they the six that you thought would be there, Dave? Probably. I mean, there's a couple of uh, shocks. Warrington aren't in there. Salford have made it. And they're good for it as well. They're playing really well. They're not just scraped in. Yeah. They've had some outstanding performances. A bit of rich vein of home. Definitely, yeah. And there's, uh, Leeds have been... They started poor, but they've, they've come strong now. And they've won it from, I think, 54 now. More than once, possibly. So... The, the top two, Saints and Wigan, are by far the best two teams. Probably expecting a bit more from Catalan. They've made some big signings and they've not really pushed on from last year. Yeah. But they've got good quality players, so there's no reason why they couldn't string it together to get to that grand final and go one better this time and win. But if I had to push for the winner, well, Saints are still the best team. Can they get the best team out there, though, with the injuries and suspensions? I guess that's anyone's yeah. guess. And touching on the Saints there, morale in the camp, Wolf, you know, the worst kept secret in in Super League. Well, I mean, it, was, it wasn't was a secret in the NRL for quite a long time, apparently. But, you know, it's out now. Wolf is going, end of the season. Do you think that will spur them on? He'll want to go out on a high, go out on, on the full P, or do you think, you know, <clears throat> it could affect the, the players' mentality? I, I don't think it'll affect them. Not negatively, anyway. They're too professional for that. It is a bit of a shame that he's going. He's done a great job there. They've been very successful. The players seem to want to play for him. So I'm sure they'll continue that and, and push that into those playoffs and, and really try and go out on high. But they won't have it all the wrong way. Other teams will have a say in that. I mean, you look at the Wigan derbies that have been happening recently and, you know, they're really up for it at the moment. Like I said, Salford getting in there. They've done a lot of work to get where they are. Have they got that finishing power? That will be that will be the thing that we need to see. Can they keep that momentum going, keep that step up? Um, I'd love to see Salford get to another grand final. Well, our friend Rod Studd always talks about momentum and says it doesn't exist. I'd probably disagree with him. I, I can't explain what it is, but I can sort of sense what it is. And, and they are really playing well. So that will boost their confidence. And they'll take that in. They've nothing to lose. No. The other teams have. They have nothing to lose. Speaking of to lose. <laughs> yeah. So I did there. Segway. Nice. nice. Uh, unfortunately, we see them go out of Super League. They were on a hiding to nothing. You know, it, it is a shame for them as a club. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who comes up, who makes that million-pound game and gets the promotion into Super League. Will it be Lee? Featherstone? Who... Who else do you think is challenging there, Dave? No one. I think it's Lee. <laughs> Definitely without question, Lee. They're so good. They've got a Super League team. They've averaged about 40 points per game. They're barely letting any points in. They're racking up big numbers. Lots of confidence. You just can't get, get to see anyone getting close to them, really. So no. I think Lee will be in Super League next year, and I think they'll go really well. A shame about Toulouse. They've surprised a few. They've played really well. Not consistently enough, though, for the league system. So... They're probably in the right position to go down, but Warrington being next to bottom was a big surprise. Wakefield were close to going down, and they've rattled up a couple of wins recently that have jumped them up a little bit. So, yeah, that bottom three is a surprise. Warrington being the biggest surprise. 
Saru's playing better than many thought, which possibly a bit of a surprise. And uh, I, I guess Saru's and Wakefield were on most people's lips as being the two fighting for it. And it's Saru's down. And I'm going to say Lee's coming up. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, shame to see them go. I think maybe when you're coming up like that, you need two years because you need you need a bedding in period and you need to get used to it and, and then allow to recruit but that's where Lee are different you know they've got a great benefactor in Derek he's him Lammy and Chester have all seen that vision and prepared for Super League I think if there was ever a team that is prepared to come up for Super League it is Lee at the moment with what they've done how they've recruited in fact they're going to have a tough decision because they're probably going to have to call a couple of players well in fact one or two are going out there um, to, to new clubs so I think they will come in in a stride I don't think they're going to need that time to settle in I think they will hit the ground running um, it's still going to be a big step up but they've got that quality within the, in, within the ranks to, to just make waves in Super League yeah without question I'd say that um, they've realised from going up a couple of years ago and in the past that you can't wait until you go up and then try and build a team. You've got to build a team before you get there to give yourself a chance. That that off-season isn't long enough to try and recruit. All the best players are taken. They all want more secure contracts. It's very difficult to bring them in. You've probably got to overpay as well to get them to your club because you're less likely to stay up. So, yeah, it's going to be a big ask for them, but they've already done the building before getting there, which is, well, more than half a battle, I'd say. So... I'm looking forward to seeing them go next year. But before then, there's a lot of rugby before we get to next year. Oh, absolutely. Year. A yeah. lot of rugby to be played and the World Cup in between. Yeah. Uh, exciting times, mate. It really is. Um, still touching with the league. Like you said, Warrington, bottom two. Nobody would ever seen that coming. You know, I mean, every year is Warrington's year, as the Warrington fans say. But to see them there, especially with Daryl Powell coming in and big things expected of the club, is it the fact that he just needs a bit more time or do you think they're in real trouble next season as well? They can't be in the same position next year. They really can't. He came in, big name, big things expected, as you say. And you get the sense there's trouble in the camp because players have left mid-season. That's very rare that you, you're pushing players out of your club during the season. But that's happened. So he spotted something that I suspect he doesn't like. He's moved people out. He's started to build his own team. But because they're so, doing so badly, I wonder how much time they actually have next year. How many games are going to have? After five or six games, if they've lost four of them, he's got to be under pressure for his job. Yeah, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be shouting for his head on the block. Definitely, won't yeah. yeah. So the, he gets a bit of leeway in year one because he's making those changes. He's had the call. Fine, if that's the way you're going, have your call. Get rid of the players. Bring in the ones you want. But then you've got to make it count. Yeah. If they're not winning games, they need to be uh, turning in good performances. I think some of the performance this year, watching some of the defence has been poor, very poor for a Super League club. Yeah. Surely they're not happy with that. And uh, uh, often I watch them thinking, before you do anything else, tighten your defence up. Yeah. You've got some great players, Williams and Ratchford, who can break teams down. Worry less about that and tighten your defence up because you ain't going to do anything without a tight defence. So, I think it was Amor that actually said they just don't want to defend. You know, they want to go out and just play the rugby and, and not do the hard yards in, yeah. in the defensive um, sets. Which is, which is like you say, it's it's shown on, on the field, it's shown in the results and it's shown where they are on the table. So yeah. Scoreline's yeah. getting away from them. You know, you have a couple of scores down and it becomes three or four scores down because the effort drops off the back of that. 
that disheartened uh, scoreline. So, yeah, that needs to alter, needs to change. And I'm Daniel's a very experienced coach, so hopefully he'll be back in and he does turn it around. But it's interesting. It's a talking point for next year. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, like you said, the World Cup is coming up. Exciting times. We've got that to look forward to. Um, we'll touch more on that in, in probably another show, Dave. We talked about coaches as well. Like we say, Christian Wolf on his way out. Who do you think's coming in? There's a lot of talk. There's a lot of speculation. You even did a poll, Dave. Yeah, well, there's a lot of speculation that you're up for the job, Keith, uh, all over social media, uh, yeah. mainly by me posting it. But there's a lot of talk about you getting this job. And uh, I believe you were in contact with the club today. Do you want to talk us through that? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the position is available. Um, I've coached at junior level come through the ranks I've got international uh, experience uh, 16% of Facebook uh, pollsters believe you were the right person for the job 16% can't be wrong that's only three people Dave <laughs> and I voted twice <laughs> on two of my Facebook accounts <laughs> and I voted once so well, there you go three, yeah three firm votes I'm ultimately popular within our own camp <laughs> um, but so anyway They've got a big commitment on a Saturday. The daughter's got dancing, so I'm going to have to turn it down. I can't do it, Phil. Sorry. I'm sure they'll be absolutely gutted at that news. But you better come in out the race early. Yeah. And then they can look at other options yeah, rather yeah. than try and tie it down to a, yeah. a long committed competition. I mean, there's a few names in the hat for that. Who do you think may get the job? Saints like to keep things quiet. They won't release any statement now until. After the season is finished, the playoffs are done and everything's settled and, you know, Christian's been waved off. Um, I think he's done a great job, by the way. I think he's done an absolutely fantastic job at Saints. But, um, no, names? Any? Paul Welland. I'm struggling to look past Paul at the moment. I've seen him on the field with the youth set up a few years ago. I thought he was brilliant at coaching, on the field coaching. He was superb, respectful, firm, confident very clear on what his instructions were uh, he made sure they were understood by the players and he was insistent on what he wanted them to do mm. and I've seen that from a distance um, since he's moved through the ranks at Saints and speaking to people they all speak very highly of him so I'm struggling to see past him at the moment it'd be a shame if he misses out because he is a former Saints player sometimes clubs don't want to go to former players sometimes they do it's just a little bit of extra pressure, I think, if you've come through that team yourself. But it'd be a shame if that was a reason he was overlooked. You're always going to have there's dozens of good coaches over in Australia. Some of those, I'm sure, would be very keen to, to come across. But I hope that Paul gets the opportunity. Yeah, me too. I mean, we've had some comments on, on the Facebook pages and, and on our Twitter page, Dave. And they're saying, well, I was not ready. Not done any junior coaching. He has. He got his badge. Quite a few years ago, we yeah. both know that. Yeah. Um, Paul's worked hard to, to get through that and done that level of coaching. And yet, he's he's not coached AN or the club. And he's he's been at Saints. Is he insular? Is, is he guided? But no, because he's worked in the England camp. And he's been around the coaches there. Great coaches. He's worked under great coaches. He's worked in the coaching setup for several years. He's took control of some of those younger age groups. So... Yeah, he's got a good back in it and coaching. Yes, when Kieran came in, Kieran come from a player. He had got his coaching badges and stuff, but he literally jumped out 
with Ryan Panning to the fire, he'd not been retired long, was on the coaching staff for a shorter tenure than, than what Paul's done. Paul, I think Paul has served his, his apprenticeship at the club uh, and put in those hard yards, been around, and, and like you say, played for and worked with some of the best coaches that St Helens have had throughout their history, most successful coaches as well. So surely if he's taking little nuggets of everything from everywhere and using them towards his own coaching style as well, that can only be a good thing. I don't think that he would jeopardise the safety net that he's got because he's got a good job at the club and he can have a job for life at St Helens in, in the role he's in at the minute. So for him to step outside of that and take on the head coach's job, because that isn't a forever job, you know, you've got a limited probably shelf life with it as you were if you were a player. Most coaches will do well for a few seasons, then it's time to move on. Um, and I think he will do well. I think he is the man for the job. Uh, a lot of people disagree with me. A lot of people, or us, we're both of the same opinion, Dave. A lot of people disagree with us, but I think I think it's right. I, you know, will lightning, lightning strike twice? Well, you've only got to put your staff up in the wind and, and try and find out, haven't you? He's got to give it a go. And if he's ready for it, he feels he's ready for it, then that, that's all that you need to ask, really. I think Kieran was a bit, well, similar, I suppose. He's, he's worked as an assistant. He's worked under great coaches. It appears to me he got a bit frustrated at the performances. I couldn't articulate that well enough and motivate them because of his frustration. I could be wrong. That's only my instinct from watching it from an outsider. Um, but he went down the path that, that just made it difficult for him and the club. And it's a shame that it didn't work out for him. I'm sure if he got an opportunity again, he would be a far better coach from learning from that experience. But it seems as though at the moment he's moved out of the game and all the best of luck to him. And uh, uh, hopefully he'll come back in some capacity in the future. Yeah, absolutely. The Dockhouse Rugby Show is proud to support the Teardrops Homeless Charity. Teardrops, supporting your community.